Dime lo que, dime lo que tú quieres de mi coqueta. Sé lo que te gusta es salir y se suelta. Cuando va la reggaeton pa' mí, que muñeca. Me gusta salir y se doce. yesterday we uh we did a, a quinceanera you know obviously it was all video so we were there all day so it was a long day and he's trying to catch up too as well uh we got a bunch of things going on that, that's why uh we we didn't have episodes for the past two weeks just because we were gone we were traveling uh we were in houston and from houston we drove over to atlanta and now we're back uh so just all over the place and now we're just trying to catch up on everything but I wanted to jump on here today and, and, and basically talk about how uh, I see all these new companies starting up, which is really cool. Like it's it's I love seeing it. I love seeing people uh, follow their dreams, follow whatever they're passionate about, just because it, I love to see it. Because um, a lot of the times we we sit here and we just work for somebody else and not you know follow the dreams that we always wanted to. Because uh, one one thing that is in a lot of these books that I do read or listen to, uh, for those, the one that correct me, uh, is that a lot of older people, uh, regret not trying new things. You know what I mean? Like they get so comfortable of what should be considered quote unquote normal. You know, uh, uh, people talk about how, uh, you're supposed to be married by a certain age. You're supposed to have kids by a certain age. You're supposed to do all these things by a certain age, which like, I don't see it like that. You know, I, I see it like I'm trying to um, build something up. And then if, you know, if you find someone along the way, then, you know, it, it can happen. But if you don't, uh, don't try to force anything. Uh, but like these people starting these businesses, like I love to see, I, I see them popping up all over the place, which, um, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest steps is uh, actually starting something like filing the LLC or whatever it is that you're uh, filing for. Uh, getting those things going because once you got that going, then of course, a lot more hard work comes. Then you're going to have, you know, having to build like, uh, if if you're doing a, a, a physical location, you're going to have to build your store or whatever it is. Or if you're doing like an online store, which is a lot harder, people think it's going to be easier. No, an online store is a lot harder than a physical store because, uh, yes, it's more convenient for you because you don't have to have a, like, uh, a brick and mortar place or a physical location, but you're like the benefit of having a brick and mortar in a certain spot is that you're going to have that 
traffic coming through that or if you're in the mall you're going to get all those people walking by the store that see it and they're going to you know hopefully potentially walk in so when you do an online shop there's online shops all over the place so your online shop has to stand out somehow it's going to have to attract people you're going to have to figure out how to market that to get people to come over to your to your website and and buy whatever you you are selling on your on your online web store uh, and that's where, you know, then you're going to have to pay for like marketing, uh, content like, and, and all sorts of things. Uh, so for those people that think doing an online store is a lot easier than doing a, a brick and mortar, it's, that's not always the case. Yeah. You can potentially grow it a lot quicker, uh, and you don't have to worry about like a physical location, but it's also cool to have, a you know, there's, it's, it's, it's pros and cons about everything. Uh, so uh, just know if you're starting something, a lot more work comes into it. Like, yes, keep taking these steps, keep taking these steps, keep, uh, you know, file your LLC, look for a location. If you need to find a location, if not, like look for the best quality products that you're going to send to your customers. Uh, cause like if you're selling a certain product, whether it be electronics, uh, clothing, whatever it may be, buy some samples, even though they'll be more expensive cause you're not buying in bulk, buy the samples just so you can see how it feels like, you know, if it's going to break, if it feels cheap, if it feels low quality, because at the end of the day, you do not want to send your, your customers low quality or cheap stuff just because word of mouth <laughs> travels a lot quicker than, you know, than marketing does. So if you, if you start sending some cheap product to people, then people are going to be like, Oh, it's nothing but cheap product. And then you're going to run into the issue of like, that's going to stick to your name, your business name, that you're, you sell cheap products, that you deliver cheap products and, and things like that. So there, there's like little things like that, that I've learned along the way that other people do. And that's the cool thing about this is that I can share this information for free uh, for you guys and that you're not paying. Like, it's funny, some people will pay somebody to hear the same exact stuff, uh, just worded differently put together differently maybe they make a presentation but at the end of the day a lot of this information you can find wherever on the internet um and everyone's journey is different just because joe schmo over here did it a certain way doesn't mean you're gonna do it the exact same way um you can take some key pointers of what he did to get there and in order to help you get to that spot but you have to remember at the end of the day your story is not going to be exactly like somebody else's so um, don't be expecting to buy someone's course and then follow it word for word or like play by play and expect to get the same results. Uh, cause it does take, uh, like any successful business does take a lot of hard work, but it also takes a little bit of a luck running into the right person, running into the right company, running into the right, you know, that's why it's important to network, to get your circle big. And, and I'm not talking about a lot of friends. I'm talking about, um, people who matter in whatever industry you're in, like get to know cool people. That's why I like to go, you know, I, lo I love it when uh, Troy and Brandy and Weech, they invite me to the barber conventions. I'm not a barber by no means. I don't know how to cut hair, but a lot of hustlers go to these conventions. A lot of people who go are trying to build the name for themselves, build up their barbershop or salon or whatever the case may be. So it's nothing but like entrepreneurs, people wanting to grow their so why wouldn't you want to be in that in that type of circle? You know, it's uh, yeah, it's a little bit different. They're going to talk a lot about haircutting, you know, and things like that. 
but you get to know these people and I've gotten to know people through them and see their work ethic. And it's, it's amazing. You know, it's inspiring. And that's why, uh, here in October, I'm going to go with them to another convention. You know, uh, it's investing your time into these things because, uh, I always talk about investing. Yes. Investing. Sometimes it's like investing your money into something or investing your money and your time like this, like going into a convention like this, that way you can, you know, network and meet these other people and see their type of hustle. Because I've mentioned that on a podcast before, I get little things from everybody, like a little, little bit of here, little, little bit of there. Uh, it's never, uh, I'm not going to listen to somebody's story. And like I said, copy it play by play word for word, because that's not how it happens. That's not how it works. But you can take like little things from what people say, what people do and be like, oh, I didn't know he did that or he went here to do that. That's why it's always good to keep reading books, keep constantly learning different things. That way you can, you know, eventually get to that position. So, uh, I mean, there's that. So I'm not trying to not motivate people. I want people to get motivated because at the end of the day, it's it's a lot of work, a lot of stress, but it's very rewarding. Uh, being able to build your own thing into something big is, um, is, is something quite special. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny cause I have like a bunch of little things going on that sometimes I personally feel like I have nothing going on, but it, it's cool when people are like, Oh dang, I can't believe you. I see you doing this, this. And I'm like, Oh shit, I am doing kind of like a lot of things. So, which is cool. Cause it, it just shows like all the work that I've put in into uh, whatever it is that I like to do. So some tips for me on that is find some books, uh, self-help books, uh, fantasy book. I, I read all sorts of books just because you get a little bit of a break because you don't want to listen to self-help books all day. You don't want to do that. That's kind of boring. I mean, it was boring for me at, at one point. I was like, dang, I'm getting kind of tired of these books. But when you switch it up, then it's something different. It's something like a, it almost gives you like uh, your your mind a break, you know what I mean, from all the self help stuff and, and things like that. So, so I, I just wanted to touch uh, a little bit on that, just because, like I said, there's always people who are looking to get into this world and just don't know where. And uh, trust me, I don't know what I'm doing either, but I'm taking the risk to learn a lot of these things along the way. That way, um, like this whole photo booth journey thing. I've never done it before, but it's something that uh, I know I can build into something big. Uh, I got a bunch of bookings already. It's everything's going pretty smoothly so far. Um, so there's that. Uh, but there's always there's there's I know I mentioned it on the podcast a bunch of times, millions of ways to make money. Uh, you just got to figure out which ones you want to like try to pursue, try to uh, make happen. So. I think this is probably going to be the last podcast recorded in this studio just because I, I am packing up all the stuff. You know, you know, it's been a <laughs> thing. I can't remember. Like, I think like two years now that I've had this spot and it's been good. It's funny when I first got this, spot, I in, I went through that whole thing. That way people can get an idea. I went through that whole thing of dang, like, am I really supposed to be doing this? Like, what am I doing? I'm getting an actual physical location. Uh, so that nervousness kicks in, that anxiety kicks in. Uh, but then instantly after being here a week, I'm like, this place is too small. Uh, I should have got something way bigger. 
just because you learn that you're going to need more space and especially like what I do. Uh, what I do, I need more space and especially and I don't like to like say I'm taking pictures of something in this studio. I would have to break it down and then like build something else for like a different type of shoot. Over at my new spot, I don't have to do that. I can leave stuff where it's at. I don't have to be like moving things, the stress of uh, of everything feeling cluttered. Right now it is cluttered just because I got the both photo booths. So uh, I'm trying to figure out how how many like bins and stuff I'm going to need in order for like, uh, so my little brother's going to help, you know, shout out to my little brother. He finally, you know, he, he's uh, looking to pursue something. And I told him, I was like, dude, you, you just, you rock with me for a little while. You know, we can make, we can make something happen. You know, he just has to believe he has to see the vision. He can't be ex- expecting overnight success or to be in a whole different position. Like right away, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some hustle and it's going to, you know, discipline too so he we're trying to figure out how many bins like i'm trying to use as less stuff less bins and stuff as possible like when we travel to these different events that i got booked from so it's like learning how what's going to be the most efficient way to pack things uh to load things to take things because eventually he's going to start doing them by himself and so i want to get down like some sort of system where he knows like oh we'll just do it like this like this like this and then he he could probably even teach me after him doing it for a while. Be like, it works a lot better like this, so I do it like this. And I'm perfectly fine with that. So I was talking about the studio. That's why I like here. Uh, my other studio is cluttered just because uh, it's it's a mess right now. I'm on, I unpacked the photo booths. I had them out, moving stuff around. Uh, but then like this little studio, which is cool. Like don't get me wrong. Like if this is something that you can only do right now, I used it for right now you know what i mean and then eventually i got something bigger uh and then who knows what might happen down the road i might get something even more bigger uh just depending on thing how things go so there's a bunch of different you know opportunities and things you can do but i think it's cool to share this like little stepping stone that i had um i went from doing everything in a home to this studio and now to a bigger studio, which I got to figure out. I still have to figure out the podcasting. Being gone for a little, like two weeks really, really didn't help on the move for this. Because I think the last thing I'm going to be in here is the June 30th. Uh, and today is the 12th. So that's why today I'm packing up some of the stuff. And I'm not sure, but it might be one, either this one or the the following one might be the last uh podcast in the studio so there's that we have to uh uh, i have to figure out how we're going to record in the other spot and uh make the room for over there so but it's like little things like this that stress me out now but it's like good stress it's it could be stress like uh like not having a studio or not having a bigger location or having to downsize to a smaller location because you know the bigger location is too much and I'm not getting that much, you know, like it's, it could be a diff, whole different type of stress, but it's like positive stress, good stress. That's why, um, you know, sometimes you could just, uh, it's funny that I look at some of these things that I stress out now, stress about now. And I just laugh. I'm like, dude, you are stressing out about some stupid things. You know, some people are wanting to be in the position that you are in. Um, but you like you put in the work and you've gotten to this position and you still have the potential to get to more. I talk to myself all the time. <laughs> um, so there's 
so I, I had to talk to my to myself like that because this other location that I got, I was like super scared to get that one too because it's a bigger location. I had to pay like I had to pay for this one. I had to pay for that one. Uh, in the meantime, like this lease ran out, but you know, finally the day came that this lease is gonna be up, so we're gonna be full time in the other one. Uh, but it's cool. And like I'm just looking around this little studio now, and I, I can remember when the the first day coming in here, I brought in a, like a bunch of stuff, like my desk, and I didn't have too much stuff because I had ordered a bunch of stuff to fill the studio. You know, uh, it, it's funny because uh, like the lighting that I had first for like photography, I made it work. You know what I mean? Like I made it work. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the greatest. That's why I always tell people it's not the, you don't have to have the best or greatest, but you just have to make it work. You have to learn how to use it and and master whatever it is that you do have. And then eventually get what, what it's, uh, what you do need, what's going to make your job easier, give you better lighting, better photos, better videos, you name it. Uh, so I had like some cheap little equipment that, that I had gone off Amazon and I was using that until, until, you know, I was able to able to purchase uh, a lot more stuff you know um, along the way and that I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize that I do and continue to do is that I invest all my money right back into the company uh, most people will take whatever they make and just spend it no not me like I take a percentage and I put into stocks or, or crypto I take a percentage and I put into uh, uh, like the to purchase thing you know what I mean like uh, like last year yeah, last year I bought, I can't remember what I bought last year. I bought a lot of stuff last year, but I know one of the bigger purchases for myself was like to fund everything that I have in the new studio. Uh, but like you had, I had to put money aside for that stuff. You know, I spent quite a bit. I, like, I don't want to say how much I spent over there, but trust me, it wasn't cheap. Um, and then I was like, oh, I need a, a newer laptop. So I bought another laptop, you know, one of the uh, M1 Max macbooks whatever it is like yeah they're pricey but at the end of the day you know this is what uh where i make money too so uh you have to invest into those things but that's the thing that uh i would tell people i was like i've made the most money that i ever have but i'm broker than i ever have just because i'm always uh investing into new things like uh like what's it called? The photo booths. They were not cheap at all. And they continue not to be cheap. <laughs> uh, what I mean by that is like when I went and bought all the bins and things like that, I spent an like just on bins and things to like pack things in. I spent like 250 bucks. This was not including like everything that I have bought or that I still need to get for the photo booth. Um, you know, they're kind of pricey, but at the end of the day, it's, it's because people don't invest this initial money into something um that they're afraid to do the whole photo booth thing so they'd rather just you know rent one um me uh, i know the bet like the potential of the photo booths uh i see the because we're already doing that we do weddings and quintas and and sweet 16s baptism like all sorts of different events and so knowing that i also have another upsell you can say uh on a photo booth is uh it's just more money and like I said, I'm going to have my little brother run them and obviously I'm paying him. I'm going to be paying him well because at the end of the day, I want him to work with me and enjoy it and enjoy what he get, he gets paid. Uh, uh, so that's why like when, whenever I quote people prices, I'm quoting people prices because a lot, mo a lot of money goes into this. Um, 
And so right now for that, since, uh, you know, I'm trying to be transparent with you guys, I'm putting the stuff that I book with that. I'm trying to put money aside for that so I can buy a van so I can take, you know, I'll, I'll have the van wrapped with my logo and stuff like that. But right now what we're doing for the photo booths, since I, I have a car, I don't have a truck. Um, and even eventually I want to buy a van for the company. Uh, but we're just going to rent vans. Uh, you, you can go, you can go over to U-Haul, rent those vans and then transport it. And as long as you keep it local, as long as you keep it not too far, it's, it's really cheap. Uh, Cause it's like, tw it's 20 bucks to rent it. And then they charge you per mile. And then they charge you like, obviously you have to fill up the gas tank. So you're looking at around 50 to 60 bucks, uh, just using it for a per event. So like I factor these things into, um, you know, w whatever I book, like all, like I have to pay that. You have to pay for the software that the photo booths use. You have to pay for like the other one that actually prints physical copies. Like there's that. Um, now I have to get a separate phone for the photo booths, which is going to be another cost. You know, it's all these like little things that people don't see. So when you, when you hear someone quote you a price or something like that, just know a lot of stuff goes into it that way. They're not just be like, Oh, I just put a number together. No, like it's all one it has to be profitable, it has to pay off all its, uh, all its costs, uh, and things like that. So, so there's that. So I'm I'm looking forward to all all the new things that we got going on. Like I'm I'm a really appreciative of this small studio, um, and like the little steps that I took to get there. You know, like I said, I started with the small studio, cheap equipment. Eventually, I I bought newer equipment. That's why it's important to put money aside. That way, you can continue to to grow your company. Because if you don't do that, then and if you do want to buy something later on, guess what? Now you have a big cost because you didn't save no money to buy it. And that's where I feel like I've done really well. It's like, I, I, I put that money aside. And then finally, when I, I'm like, all right, I need this, I need this, you know, I just buy it, you know? And of course it sucks. Cause you're like, Oh, I could have spent that money on this. I could have spent that money on this. But the, at the end of the day, I'm investing into the company and, uh, you know, and, and I see big things for the company. That's why I continue to invest into the company, continue to buy things for the company uh, and continue to, to, to better improve kind of like, uh, we got home, like many views of, uh, and like I handed out a bunch of business cards yesterday of, so I started doing like, we, we got to wear like matching shirts with the, the logo, like at Quinceaneras and all these events. That way we look professional. We look clean. We look, uh, legit cause we are. So if we are, we have to look the part too. And people were just like, uh, it's funny because they, they start asking you a bunch of questions like, dang, like, you know, what, it is, what do you guys do? And then we, we had some people be like, well, uh, I'm, we're from out of town. Do you think you could come out of town and, and you know, cover our event? And I'm like, yeah, um, there's there's a travel for you to get everybody there. But um, at the end of the day, we're going to, you know, still give you great content, but we just have to get that travel fee to get there. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 let's, let's do it. Uh, can, do you have a business card? And I'll, I handed out a bunch of business cards. So it's like little things like that that I invested in because like they didn't pay for this. It's something that I felt that we needed. So I invested my own money into, you know, getting shirts for everybody. And it, it's like little investments like that that people don't see that don't uh, that they don't want to spend that money. They'd rather 
go on a vacation. Yeah, trust me, I want to go on vacations too. But at the same time, I'm trying to grow this to the point where I don't have to work it on my own. Uh, what I mean is like I can have somebody booking, I can have somebody going here, there, running this, that, that. And then, you know, being able to take these vacations, not having to worry about if stuff is getting done because you have people in place to get things done for you. So, you know, but eventually to get to that goal, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of, you know, sacrificing, dedication. Because I remember yesterday, my sister was going to have uh, Milo's birthday party. Milo is my nephew. And I was not going to make it. And like, I literally had to work. Like we, we were doing a quinceanera. That's why I always tell people to let me know ahead of time if they're going to have a birthday, something like that. And if they want me to go, uh, I could probably make it work since luckily enough, I'm working around with a lot of people now that I can be like, Hey, like, can you come and do this for me? And, you know, I'll obviously pay them. Uh, but yesterday I couldn't cause there was nobody. So I was going to miss the birthday party. And since, uh, my sister got sick. She ended up postponing the birthday party. So hopefully she doesn't either on a Friday or on a Sunday next time. Cause, uh, all these Saturdays up until like September, October, I'm completely booked. So, um, you know, with different events and how I'm, if I have the days available too, like, uh, Hey, can you do this on Friday? I'm like, yeah. Hey, can you do this on Monday? Yeah. You know, like I'm constantly booking days. Um, cause if nobody else, if I have nothing else going on that day, you know, why not make some money? You know, it's, it's kind of dumb. Be like, well, I'm going to wait to see, like, I know some people have some birthdays this, this year or this month. Uh, me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm to that point where I'm like, even people close to me have to let me know. I'm not saying like book with me. I'm saying you have to let me know ahead of time. Uh, just because, you know, these are like the small sacrifices. Of course, I would want to go to his birthday party and uh, see him grow up because he's turning, he turned two already. Like, holy crap. I remember when I was holding him, he was a little, tiny little baby. Uh, and now he's all too. So, but hopefully when he gets older, he's going to be able to see the, um, his favorite uncle put in all his work. I, I, um, I took the, the label of that favorite uncle. So if anyone has issues with that, they can fight me about it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, cause I've, I've been trying to get my little brother motivated too. And he, he's talking about, he's look wanting to get into media. He's asking me about cameras and it's cool because, uh, it's cool that he sees like everything that I got going on, but at the end of the day, I hope he realizes and hope you guys too realize that it takes a lot of work to get to wherever you're, you want to get. Um, and so I'm glad he's finally finding that motivation just because, uh, being in media is a great space, you know? Um, but the, the only downfall is that you have to keep learning. I mean, it's not a downfall. It's cool because you got to keep learning new things. Uh, but that's just something you have to keep doing. Like you have to keep learning new techniques, new, new editing techniques, new lighting techniques, new everything. Everything's constantly changing. People are doing things differently. Or if you want to step outside the box and do things differently, like I like to do th different things. Uh, I never, if someone tells me this is the proper way, I'm like, well, I'm going to do it my way regardless. So <laughs> there's that too. Uh, so there's uh there there's that you know I'm just rambling now just because I get super motivated with this stuff I get super motivated I love to see when people want, want to hustle like I see people starting their businesses which is super exciting to me just because I see that people realize that a nine to five is not going to make you rich a nine to five will not make you wealthy uh and you know I I tell that to people all the time a nine to five is not going to make you wealthy so Unless you 
put in a great position where uh, whatever career you're in um, is doing well for you. You know, like you're getting paid well to do that. And, and that's perfectly fine. Or if you're not even into being an entrepreneur and doing things like this, it, you know, everyone has their, their own interest. You know, some people like the whole nine to five working comfortably, like um, waking up at a certain hour and going to work at a certain hour. Because, uh, for example, my dad does it like clockwork. He He goes to work, comes home at the same time. Uh, he gets paid really well just because he is the foreman now, uh, like the person in charge. But it's the same thing over and over. Like to me, like I remember when uh, if you listen to my episode from there, it, it just gets so draining, like doing the th- same thing over and over and over and over and over and like making the same amount over and over and over. You, it's it's it wasn't me. And so, you know, that's why I'm glad that things happen the way they happen there. Uh, cause who knows, like I tell people, I probably wouldn't even be here, uh, doing this, doing my media company, doing everything that I'm doing, like, um, meeting people like, uh, Jesus who, uh, motivated me to get into certain positions, uh, and, you know, introducing me to, to, you know, to, to read more books and also helping me with, uh, the whole media space, like learning how to do new techniques and improving what I was already doing. Uh, because people are always afraid to ask other people. People are always afraid to get criticized. Uh, and like, for example, he would be like, well, you got to do it like this. Cause this looks whack, you know, basically like that, not like exactly like that, but I, I'm glad he's pretty straight up. He'd be like, that's kind of whack. You know, that's kind of, it doesn't look good. He's like, try this, try this. And some people would be like, Oh, I got my own style, you know, and like, and like that. And, uh, uh and wouldn't want to change it and wouldn't want to learn them thinking their way is the way. Uh, but everyone has their, their, like I mentioned before, everyone does have a style, but you still have to have follow certain techniques, but just in your style. I know it's kind of complicated, <laughs> but so there's there's a bunch of things to, that I've learned along this path. So if you're listening to this, just know this this shit is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy, but no, but I would not be wanting to do any anything else. Um, you know, I'm glad I uh, the ups and downs have led me to this position where I'm able to, uh, you know, just be in media and being able to create stuff for for other people, other companies, other creating, you know, capturing those moments, investing into other things, learning new things. Uh, I'm looking to get into rentals here soon, like actual uh, physical rentals, but uh, probably not Nido, uh just because everything is super expensive here. And, you know, something um, that's the cool thing. I've learned people who are in into the, the whole real estate game and they are slowly building up their portfolio there. And they've been doing it for a while. They know which states right now are, are perfectly to get in, like they're perfect to get into right now. And so that's something I'm looking to get into as well. Uh, it, it just, I don't like to talk about everything that I have, like, or want to get started just because at the end of the day, they'll be like, well, weren't you trying to do this? Or weren't you trying to do that? But they don't realize like a lot of things go into, especially like, if you're looking to get into real estate rentals, um, you have to find like the, the property has to work. Like a, a lot of these books, like the deal has to be right. The price has to be right. Everything has to be right. Because if it doesn't make sense, you know, it's not going to make you money. You're actually going to lose money. And 
um, a lot of people who invest into their first like real estate rental uh, house, apartment, condo, whatever, duplex, tri, uh, duplex, uh, what was the other one? Duplex, triplex, I can't remember, uh, end up losing money because they make mistakes that they should have seen coming. Uh, you know, and you get that a lot. That's why I think that's one thing that's kind of holding me back. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to make a bunch of mistakes and then cost me a bunch of money. But, the, you know, there's certain way, there's certain things you can do in order to avoid those. And I think the biggest thing is finding a mentor who who's going to help you um, get your first property. Even if you have to make a deal with them, perfectly fine. If you get into your first rental property, guess what? That's going to lead to another, then it's going to lead to another, and then it's going to lead to another. And so that that's what I'm looking to do is finding someone I'm comfortable enough to get into a deal with in the beginning. That way I don't make any mistakes. And, you know, because at the end of the day, they... Like if they're spending time with you, they're going to want to, you know, benefit from their time, which makes sense. You know, they've gotten to the position where they've gotten uh, and they want to uh, get reimbursed for their time and their knowledge and their uh, years of learning. So, you know, that's why I don't, I don't like the first property with somebody. Cool. Even the second I'd be cool with uh, people just get greedy and they want to be like, oh, no, like I'm going to do it on my own because I want the most money possible. And it's usually people like that that, I mean, yeah, you could do it on your own, but if you get put into the right circles, right networks, you're going to be able to do it with somebody else because um, you trying to do it on your own, like say you have one rental property in five years, but doing it with somebody else having like five or six rental properties in five years, like which one are you going to do? Like, come on, come on, son. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of obvious. People don't see the bigger picture. They just see the right now and they want to make all that money right now. They don't see the investment. Uh, especially if you get connected with somebody who knows a lot or has a lot of rental properties, give them a port, like, you know, work with them, uh, you know, sacrifice in the beginning. Cause like I said, five or six properties in five years compared to like one, maybe two in five years, uh, is way, you know, come on, come on. It's kind of obvious. So anyways, I want to thank you guys for listening. I know I was rambling for a little while. We got some cool stuff get like coming. Um, recently, I, uh, if you guys following me on social media, uh, I've been talking to, uh, Ed Calderon, uh, we're going to have, him. if you haven't seen his podcast, by the way, go watch that, go listen to it. This shit is amazing. Uh, the shit is dope. Uh, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but if you're into the whole like cartel, narco, gangster, cholo, whatever world, You'll love that uh, just because you get to see the uh, this certain life that most people don't get to live or even see or hear about. And they just see whatever the news puts up. Uh, his first episode was with Conejo. Uh, and I'm waiting for a second episode. It drops the 15th. So I remember I was out in uh, Atlanta and I was chatting with him. I was like, bro, you, like, you can't do that to me. You can't give me one episode and then just like make me wait. He's like, I know, I know. He's like, we're working to get in the second episode out soon. Uh, so, and uh, I was chatting with him there, you know, I, we, we chatting through DMS here and there too, before, um, you know, just talking about other stuff. And then, uh, even there, I brought it up in front of John too. That way he could, he could hear it. I was like, Hey bro. I was like, you know, wanted to do the podcast, you know, even if it's via zoom. So he's, he's with it. We're just going to get it scheduled. That way we can bring it to you guys. Uh, that way you guys can get, you know, get to know Ed. If you guys haven't followed him, you don't know, go follow him. Ed Cal Ed's Manifesto on, on Instagram. Super cool guy. Or the it's called the the Manifesto Podcast on all all the major platforms. 
Super cool guy. We're going to have him on the podcast too as well if you want to go get to know him. He's been on Joe Rogan's uh, two times already. Uh, the Adam Carolla show, the Ryan, the Sean Ryan show, uh, you name it. Like uh, even Chingo Bling had him on his on his podcast as well. And uh, we're luckily enough to also be able to be able to call him a guest here soon. So look look forward to that. And we also have some other guests, you know, I, and like I said, I don't really want to talk about those just yet until they happen. Uh, just because managers and things like that you have to deal with, <sighs> you know, why can't they just chat? <laughs> so anyways, thank you guys for listening. I had fun talking with you guys. Uh, we're back. Um, uh, like I said, we're, we're going to keep to our schedule Mondays at 7 a.m. Mondays at 7 a.m. That's why I'm here recording because, uh, yes, I got a lot of shit to do today, but I wanted to get on here and talk to you guys for a little bit, a little bit of what's going on, what to look forward to. Hopefully John's back on the next episode and um, yeah, we got a lot of things coming for you guys. Uh, I'm going to try to set up a cool little studio or like that way you guys can see it. It's more visually pleasing at the other studio. Uh, so if you guys haven't followed me on Instagram, go follow me down below. Everything's going to be linked down below. I'm starting to do YouTube again. Uh, I used to do it religiously now. Then I slacked. Now I'm going to start doing it a lot more. So go over to, uh, I'm also going to link that YouTube Um you know, it's going to be kind of like media based, entrepreneur based and just overall that, you know, because um, I, I feel like I've gotten to the point where, well, the reason I feel like that is because people always ask me to shadow, mentor, uh, teach things like, uh, which I also have a guest speaking. It's fucking weird to me. You know you know what I mean? Like the things that happen. Uh, uh, I'm going to be a guest speaker here uh, at a local event. Um, you know, talking about some social media things and, you know, and just business entrepreneur things. So, Man, 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 man